naturally occurring psychoactive compound, psilocybin, is found in over 200 species of mushrooms. Despite their millennia of use by humans for mental and spiritual well-being, they have been classified falsely among the most dangerous and illegal of substances. Locked away from those who need them most. The Psilocybin Chronicles documents the individuals who courageously consume, collect, or cultivate these mushrooms to improve the quality of their lives. Won't you join us as we welcome the return of psilocybin? Welcome back to Myco Meditation Psilocybin Chronicles. I'm Dan Such. And welcome back to part two of Eric's interview with hospital CEO, newly anointed psychonaut, and overall fascinating character, Francesco. It was a great conversation, and we're going to jump right back into it. As we approach possible legalized therapeutic use of psilocybin in the U.S. and other countries around the world, I think that Francesco has some very valuable insights to offer. I hope you enjoy the conclusion of this conversation. There's some real food for thought in here. It brings up some interesting things to consider. You know, if you are a Paleolithic person and the world basically is magic and not science, and then you take mushrooms, then that magic is just intensified. Uh, whereas if you're a scientific or a modern mind, uh, then people tend to talk, think about, you know, uh, we've had some conversations around uh, quantum physics uh, and those kinds of concepts seem to enter the conversation among educated psychedelic yeah. users more than uh, say myths uh, or some magical component I, I I'm my personal belief is that uh, I am open to all possibilities mm. I'm just uh, wondering and actually a little bit concerned about not being open enough. The subjects mm -hmm. that will be not open enough to all possibilities during the experience. Why, when subjected, when being the subject of a, a scientific experiment mm -hmm. with scientific experiment, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, uh, with the, uh, this substance. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that I, I don't know if I was... No, I understand uh, how the, the uh, Maybe I was actually far too convoluted. Well, uh, I, I think. Let me, let me see. Mm. I'm just understanding. So um, you, are, you have doubts about the ability of the subject of a psychedelic experience who is in a clinical model to even be able to allow themselves to really be a true, unbiased, not... Yes. Subject. To be, op yes. open, to be open enough yeah. to... Yeah any possible outcome yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no so it's such a value and i think you've seen we've seen generally how um th there are these continuing levels of openness that we can allow ourselves to the experience um and and how this requires such a a, a level of trust in the space and the people and the medicine and everything so when you start thinking about taking this into the public mainstream where most therapies are just like an in and out like Yes, kind of thing. Um, that is a concern. So how, how do you? How, what do you think from a uh, from this financial business perspective within healthcare? Uh, 
are are we being too enthusiastic to think that psilocybin therapy is going to become uh, this new technology for the average? Well, citizen? I don't. I mean, I tend not to be enthusiastic by nature. Uh. I should say, <laughs> uh, I'm deeply skeptical uh-huh. of. I mean, I'm careful uh, to understand as much as possible. Uh, about really anything that you know, I uh, analyze. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to me uh, extremely improbable that this is not useful mm-hmm. uh, from the business point of view. Then you know, of course, we go into uh, <laughs> some. Uh, I'm no conspiracy theorist. You know, I don't see this when I. When I read about these supposed uh, cabals mm-hmm, of people mm-hmm. that you know are playing three-dimensional chess, yeah, yeah. and then I, if you want, I'm allowed behind the curtain. I laugh out loud because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is not the case. Yeah. There's yeah. not many it's three-dimensional monkeys. chess players. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and especially they're rare in business. Um. But it is. It has to be considered that this is a natural substance, so it is probably very difficult to patent, and therefore the business incentives from for large entities, mm-hmm. maybe of the pharmaceutical nature, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, will not embrace it with open arms. No, and I'm. Uh, I hope in, uh, for the people listening that they can see the, my air irony in saying that. <laughs> and uh, I mean, even though I'm not a conspiracy, I am a realist. Mm-hmm. And I always try to look at incentives because mm-hmm. I don't trust highly moral people. I trust people that figure out that what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And so they should not morally because it might bite them back mm-hmm. 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 so yeah i guess my conclusion for now because i again uh um just at the beginning of mm-hmm. my analysis is i can see uh, an enormous value and so it is obviously uh economically rewarding to be involved in this field I see also, as generally is in life, potential mm. obstacles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the, the the service side of it, um, I feel like, is an aspect that's really not being considered. It's it's just it's still having this really um, the pharmaceutical approach, uh, the clinical approach, and I, I am starting to imagine. Um, maybe even in the ways we have nursing homes where you have these centers uh, that the group could be a part of, uh, you know, but it's just a complicated mm. conversation financially, legally, oh, the liability. I mean, can you imagine the liability conversations around? Of course. Well, even though, I mean, uh, I have an opinion there, but uh, I want to go back to what you, you were saying, the service side. Mm. I mean, again, uh, 
my my thinking right now again under with I'm still not done and probably never will be <laughs> right uh I think it's a, generally it, it's a very uh, good approach to be mm-hmm. to think that we're never really done mm-hmm. uh, uh even expressing an opinion it is always subject to, to be changed no, at a later no. time going back to the point um we have uh, to be realistic and look at the uh, incentives uh the, uh, the in- incentives has always been focused on ke- chemical substances mm. uh medicines mm-hmm. because uh, that is uh, highly profitable uh service involves uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh personnel mm-hmm. and therefore the bottom line i can tell you from nice. my being involved into this business and specifically with a focus on service i mean profitability is uh, affected by mm-hmm. by that right. that doesn't mean that it's not the right approach well, we can and just it's make not robot trip sitters and sorry let me <laughs> let yes i understand but but i can see what potential concerns uh, businessmen mm. uh, could have mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah. i i still believe that it, it could be profit, uh, profitable enough mm. let's mm. just say do wow that's something to how far do we want to go on this but uh, hospital profits um they're derived from the medications technologies used in the hospital obviously not from the humans that perform the services oh no or, believe me i mean the, the it is actually uh if you allow me allow me to say mm-hmm. it is a misconception the most important part of I believe any hospital mm-hmm. is the service. Well, but the bottom line, the dollars are made from the medication. Not no? really. Okay. Not really. Okay. I mean, actually, you should look at the medications as cost, mm-hmm. which really doesn't uh, add value. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is, I would say, a factor of the quality of the care. But just because... Uh, I mean uh, I uh, it is very difficult for me to think about an entity uh a co- however you want to define it mm. that is uh even closer in importance to healthcare mm-hmm. and therefore an hospital so people are uh very concerned and they don't go to an hospital because you know they plan to have fun right so they're di- deeply uh skeptical they uh, they are already doing something they're not uh, extremely excited mm. to be doing mm-hmm, 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 i hope mm-hmm. you can appreciate the irony mm-hmm. in me saying that mm-hmm. i tend to remember everybody in my organization about that mm. remember that people that are coming they're already pretty angry yeah because they're dealing with some huge problems right right and so uh we're mainly judged by the experience that we provide not and again being as uh human beings 
uh, experience and results, clinical results, mm. are linked mm-hmm. uh, on a very profound level. Well, that's where the data comes from is the experience, right? Yeah, but also people that are, uh, for whatever problem, they have have a good human experience, mm-hmm. they will, it's been uh, scientifically okay. proven. The quality of the experience. Yes, over and that. over again, uh-huh. it affects the outcome. Right. Well, you know, we talked last night a little bit about you introducing the um, uh, pet therapy. Yes. Uh, and how seeing that connection, that experience improve mm-hmm the outcome so drastically yes by uh, any stretch of the imagination is not something that you know we invented Mm -hmm, it has been experimented with uh, and used all around the world Uh, I can speak uh, from my perspective it was uh, looked at extremely skeptically uh, but the results are incredible Mm. Mm-hmm. And the quality of life is much improved by it of our, of our patients. Right, right. I just went into an imaginary space where the future clinics that I envision, uh, they have a mushroom cultivation component so that you come in and actually learn to grow your own medicine as well, uh, enriching the quality of that experience, you know, because what what is this? What What is it? that causes that outcome between the pet what happens between the pet and the person that causes yeah it is a connection it's the connection to yeah um, yeah it's, it's so striking to think of like you know as you were talking last night about these people in such dark places and, and difficult times and we put them in an even more stressing environment um, that further contributes to degeneration oh yes it is uh, actually troubling to think about i mean we should put uh people in uh, the best possible most uh, uh f- friendly environment mm-hmm. pleasant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not that you know i'm thinking about uh, i don't know renaissance art uh, not not uh, in terms of luxury mm-hmm. but yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. Uh, you know close to nature connection and comfort uh, general yes, comfort and uh, connection to yes, life nature yes. yeah Definitely. Yeah. So, does that, you know, what kind of like conflict in your own personal self does that create that this field that you're so deeply involved in and you have such a vision for is behind the times, really? Well, I I guess I'm not uh, wired that way. Mm -hmm. I always see uh, uh, the contribution that we can make Mm -hmm. to. uh, if it, I mean, if we're right, mm-hmm. because again, we have, I personally try to keep an open mind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, if we see something that could be improved upon, mm-hmm. uh, I see uh, that as the way we should look at problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of yeah. course, I mean, uh, again, going back to the to life. Well, I guess it's uh, very deceiving to think that uh, life is good. I personally am a fairly, I would say, happy person. Mm-hmm. I guess that 
uh, at least I've been told many, many times, <laughs> almost uh, old times <laughs> in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that is to say that I don't have a pessimistic view mm-hmm, of life. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it will be, um, let me say, fairly stupid to think that life is perfect. It's far from perfect. Mm. And so it is, uh, it should be in our nature to contribute to improve the outcome rather than, you know, be only troubled by the state yeah. in which yeah. that particular field of subject yeah, that's is. A, that's, oh, man, that's really hitting home for me. That's, uh, that's where my yeah. mind has been lately. Um, and it's been, it's been shifting in the last couple of weeks, you know, with this um, research center opening in Jamaica. Um, uh, that kind of has renewed my excitement for the possibilities of, um, the study of the mushroom. I guess that's where for me, I've been really kind of getting hung up in the States anyway, is that all the talk around psilocybin is just directed towards synthetics. Um, you know, wonder why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Going back to Uh, the patents. Yeah. Well, but you know, and also, I mean, uh, easier to manufacture i can see also oh there's all kinds yeah. of reasons why right. scale is right. important but you know mm. the whole mus- the mushroom itself is very important to this and you all didn't really get involved with that this week um nobody really had much of an interest in the mushrooms themselves which is <laughs> absolutely fine uh you know different different strokes for different folks um but I am very confident that the whole mushroom and the varieties and the uh, ratios of the different components has such a, a huge bearing on the experience. And then again, the connectivity has such a huge bearing on the experience. If you were to, I, I have, I, I would suspect that if, say, in the ideal world where I could do it just like I want, we'd be surrounded by. Uh, outdoor beds of cubensis right now and you through the week could have walked over and observed the mushrooms and saw new changes in them and uh and felt that connection and then your experience would have been enriched most likely even more yes i can see uh, can uh see that mm, so that's, i mean i just want to work towards that i yeah. don't want to be like like you said i don't be pessimistic about the uh the synthetics and the pharmaceutical grab for this you know, it's it's all moving in the right direction anyway. Actually, I mean, I maybe because I'm very optimistic, I also uh, can see some parallels, for example, with uh, food. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, until very recently, uh, a problem with having enough food to put on the table. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, humanity spe- you mean we until as, as right. you yes right. humanity not I mean right 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 yes um, and therefore uh, at some point uh, we had the need to uh, standardize food production because there were I mean it was difficult to feed everybody mm-hmm. uh, and in a cost effective way because they we were we had to be able uh, to provide food that was uh, price-wise uh, cost-effective. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> there would be a, a lot of food that uh, could not really be consumed because it was too expensive. Right. 
it could be a phase as well uh, in uh, psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be a phase where we need to produce uh, produce it uh, cost effectively, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then. Like for example, uh, to the uh, relating to the uh, organic movement mm-hmm. in, in food consumption, there will be uh, an emphasis on right. uh, a more uh, natural way to get there. Whole plant, yeah. I, and maybe they can be uh, uh, they can work in in, uh, in side par- by side, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. side by side mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that we should discount. Um, the fact that uh, especially this substance is a mix of many different chemical components and so that uh, mm, isolating a single molecule might be not the right way to go forward. Mm -hmm. But it's all, you know, moving us in the direction Um, and that's what I, I am becoming more and more um, optimistic uh, about the way things are developing. It's, of course, not going to be the way that me or any one individual wants it. It's going, you know, there will be parallels. Um, and whatever we can do to contribute to that is just should, should be absolutely grateful for, you know. Um, yeah. Try to control the outcome yeah. so that, uh, especially we, I mean, generally, yeah. we don't get uh, sidetracked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then, we might uh, some less informed uh, people mm-hmm. might draw the wrong concu- conclusions. Mm-hmm. Say, well, I don't know, for example, synthetics, mm-hmm. they might not work uh, as effectively as uh, the natural complex equivalent. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they might be, uh, they might discard the entire field right. of knowledge. Right, right. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to get a lot more education and exposure as a culture around these medicines to draw many more conclusions. We're still kind of fumbling in the dark with it, it seems. Knowledgeable is always the right answer. Mm-hmm. Knowledge, sorry. Yes, yes, Knowledge yes. is always the right answer. Yes. and I believe. You know. Exper- scientific experience. knowledge, yes. Well, so just let's go there, all right? So scientific knowledge, yes, but the experiential knowledge that you're, you gained – you know, if you if you go and analyze uh, the, your mind of what happened the other day, and you see different connections or the portions of the brain that light up or dampen, is that going to change what that experience was? I mean, okay, uh, I I think we uh, we should separate. I mean, my personal experience, obviously, mm. uh, first of all, counts for myself only mm. well but, uh, okay, oh yes but does. if you're a part of a data set then it's not just for yourself yes but right now i'm not part of any data set it is my own perception part of mine. <laughs> <coughs> i haven't seen uh, any statistics you should show me the data regarding me <laughs> anyway going back to uh, what i was trying to say I would be extremely happy to see hard scientific data, obviously questioning the way that data was acquired Mm. because, I don't know, just to give an example of, you know, uh, 
that comes to my mind, uh, if we put somebody into this nice white uh, room with only a bed, without any room, uh, in the middle of a very crowded and uh, polluted city, I'm not sure that you, we're going to get the same results. Mm -hmm. And uh, that in poor let me add a comment to that that poor subjects is there all <laughs> alone with uh, um, a scientist that occasionally barges into the room <laughs> and asks him or him or her questions right i mean uh, that will concern me because yeah. you know i'd be very skeptical of the results right that's where I'm going. No, I get it. That's why this. I joke, you know, and yeah. um, mistakenly include myself in part of the scientific community as well, because I am studying in my own way. I can't, I can't ask you what you're feeling, yeah, thinking, sure. in the midst and of the experience. It, it, I, I wasn't like suggesting that you're not studying the subject, <laughs> especially because I actually uh, have direct evidence that you are <laughs> during my experience. The problem is that validation of the data, right. the validation that can be um, accepted mm. by the scientific community, which, to be extremely honest, is very conservative in the scientific mm -hmm. approach. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is why I was saying, uh, ex before expressing any opinion, that I hold a business degree. Mm -hmm. uh, but nobody in the scientific community is going to accept my opinion other than a fool's errand, mm -hmm, to be honest mm -hmm, with you. Mm -hmm. Even if it makes sense, even if it is uh, statistically accurate, it's nothing new. It's already happened before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I certainly have interest uh, in the scientific development, particularly in the cultivation of the mushrooms, uh, the scientific analysis of the uh, psychological outcomes. Do you feel better? That's all I really like. Do you, do you feel Do you feel better than you did going in? And you know, some people that takes three, four days, three, four weeks, whatever. Um, yeah, know. exactly. But uh, and and what helps you if that's the outcome you're looking for, relief? Then you know what factors are improving the quality of that outcome. Uh, and then again, the quality of the social experience oh, around yeah. Yeah. the consumption, mm -hmm. the use of mm -hmm. such a substance is, uh, I can superficially say, is extremely important. Mm -hmm. And when I say superficially, is because I am analytical and therefore I have to give careful consideration mm -hmm. be before expressing an opinion. Yeah, you just need to go eat some mushrooms by yourself and then see how <laughs> how does it compare, right? Yes. <laughs> but also, uh, how does it compare even to a less uh, supportive group of mm -hmm, people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get some assholes around you eating mushrooms. Yeah, open-minded. Yeah. It is extremely important. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's fantastic to watch how the individual personalities um, contribute to each different group and uh, particularly instances when we say we've got a couple people who have been here three times mm -hmm. and they will have a unique experience among all three groups and so you know myself I'm, I'm a, a, a different population because right I'm the guy that's orchestrating it all and so I, I have I, I experienced that uh, very 
nuanced and unique flavor of, of each group um, and have some just some real uh, some really deep experience of seeing how uh, those different personalities uh, interact with each other within this psychedelic space and how it tends to towards certain outcomes maybe well what gives me uh, 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 what makes me hopeful for the effectiveness Mm -hmm. of such an experience Mm -hmm. and when i say experience i mean the combination of uh, the tool and the group Mm -hmm. is that we are highly social animals Mm -hmm. and therefore uh, especially in small groups, we tend to resolve our differences mm-hmm. pretty quickly mm-hmm. and without uh, um, huge uh, conflict. Right, and that's, that's why we bring a bunch of strangers to the middle of nowhere in Jamaica. So there's nowhere to run. You've got to yes. <laughs> well, considering who you're talking to, <laughs> we could do a little better screening. Is that what you're yes. saying? Yes, <laughs> you you should improve on your screening. And there are some individuals we are that are very good at running, <laughs> even while stationary. Or thre- yeah, threatening to run. <laughs> just, the th- just the threat of running is enough sometimes. Well, I think you are well aware of uh, your contribution that you've brought to this group, uh, and it's been really special. And uh, I-, I hope you do come back and. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sorry more. to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I mean, again, you're mistaken in your screaming. But, okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> All right. Well, le- leave us on your billboard. What's a, what's a single statement if you come up one for psilocybin? Uh, to be tried. To be tried. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, it goes back to that whole original. Is this... How, how important is this experience? We have a, um, a 93-year-old woman that just signed up on a retreat. I'm so excited about this. She's in great health. She, like... Walks a mile a day and swims. She's in super superb health. Uh, she's coming with her daughter, and you know when I, I was the final say on her application, and I, I yes, let I her think, have uh, this experience before she leaves this earth. I think I definitely had the experience that the older we are, mm. the more useful mm-hmm. this tool is. Because uh, it seems to add elasticity to our mind. Mm -hmm. And since we lose it, aging, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that it could be extremely interesting to observe. You probably, I'm guessing you haven't read much about the proven neuroplasticity uh, after a psilocybin experience, but I'm sure that you will. And And it's been, uh, actually, I, I maybe should say this. I uh, should mention it because we discussed it. It's been torture for me <laughs> not to read about this. And I'm already, I set uh, almost literally a countdown for, <laughs> for when I'll be able to read everything I'm, I already have on my Kindle, on my computer, the scientific papers, everything. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's been like extremely... Uh, nauseating, uh, <laughs> restricting myself to 
not read about this. Right. The mushroom trips were nauseating. Not reading about mushroom trips has been. Oh yes, the mushroom trips. <laughs> I I I was actually li- lucky actually. Yeah, you didn't experience any of that. Yeah, a little. Well, bit. Uh, oh, okay, a little. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. You didn't make it of a, a note of it anyway within the group. I don't remember. Um, anyway, Francesco, it has really been a pleasure having you here on the retreat, and you know that's when you when you come back, your perspective after reading the research. So, be interested to oh, follow yeah. up with you there. Oh yeah, I will definitely <laughs> talk about it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That conversation with Francesco, as good conversations do, certainly left me with more questions than answers. I'm hoping that you too might have some questions to submit to our new upcoming Q&A podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
Where did it hurt? 